0: From the advertising media capital of the world, New Milford, Connecticut, wherever that is. This is Mostly Automotive Marketing with Matt Wilson, a bi-weekly-ish podcast about all things automotive marketing. Now, here's your host, Matt Wilson. Hello, everybody. Excuse uh, any background noise. You may hear my neighbor like leaf blowing his driveway i don't know what he was mowing his lawn earlier i'm in my home studio by the way welcome to mostly automotive marketing with matt wilson uh my neighbor was mowing his lawn earlier and he's like obsessed with having grass clippings on his driveway so he brings out his leaf blower and blows them off the driveway i don't know if you i can hear it i don't know if you guys can hear it but anyway that's what happens when you live in the country leaf blowing driveways welcome to the show I'm Matt Wilson, bi-weekly-ish podcast, mostly about automotive marketing. Happy to be with you today talking about um, a topic important for dealers, and that is video, video content. And I'm bringing on Desiree Homer, who writes for DealerNewsToday.com. She does the uh, Daily Drive feature. Hi, Desiree. How are you?
1: Hey, Matt. How are you? I'm good. Thanks for having me. Sure.
0: Thanks for coming on. I appreciate it. You uh, wrote a couple of pieces for DealerNewsToday.com that I thought were cool, and it would be nice to chat about them. One is called The Importance of Using Videos to Reach Customers. I know you you talked to a bunch of dealers. And as a former dealer myself, we uh, always, kn- not always, but over the last few years, knew about the importance, the rising importance of uh, video in terms of, uh, you know, social media or whether you're emailing it to uh, customers or posting them on your website or, you know, a social media channel. It's there. It's it's a necessity. But what happens some of the time, I believe, is that dealers uh, know it's important And then they go, okay, well, you know, now what do I do? Do I, what does it say? How do I make it? And so I think let's start with, um, let's start with the message and we'll go to the technical, like, how do I get it done part? What are uh, some dealers you've talked to? What are some dealers doing that, uh, for messaging that they think is resonating with customers?
1: Um, yeah. And I think your your point is spot on, too, about, you know, everybody kind of knew videos are important, but, um, you know, really weren't forced into doing them until we had this situation. Right. And so um, a lot of the the dealers who maybe had some video strategy as part of their marketing um, were still faced with doing something different now. Um, and so I was able to kind of find and I was looking for some really good examples of different markets, Um We had one dealer in Florida um, that was using videos to just demonstrate the new remote pickup and delivery service in their service drive, for example. Um, They made a video to walk people how to book an appointment online, um, understanding that there was probably some customers out there that had never done that before either. Um, So they were using the video as the the channel for that. there was another video they had made that was just a demonstration of their sanitizing process. You know, when they bring a customer's car in, um, you know, every step that the, te- the technician goes through just to, you know, make sure it's sanitized, clean properly before, during, and after. Um, so I thought a lot of those were just really, just kind of common sense, really relevant, value driven video pieces, yeah. um, just based in the moment, walking, you're kind of demonstrating well, here's what you do to engage with us right
0: now. I think the service one is a good example. Um, and I have, a, I'm going to talk to a fixed ops director in an upcoming podcast from the West her automotive group about that uh, or about how they're doing it. Because uh, because I think you're right. I think people need the peace of mind. Like, okay, you know, the dealer's website says that they're going to, you know, uh, sanitize my vehicle and put the little steering wheel cover on. And then, uh, you know, all the people in this in the um, waiting area will have masks on and everything. But to see it and go, oh, okay, I believe what's happening now. It gives them a peace of mind before they, you know, they're trying to decide whether to drive down there to get their car serviced or not.
1: Yeah, no, for sure. And I think it kind of, it just kind of sheds some light on the unknown for the customers. So they know exactly what to expect when someone comes to pick up their car, what happens when their car's away and that it's safe when it comes back.
0: Yeah. And then what about like, um, like using, like using these videos. Okay. So dealers have the idea to make it. And then, you know, they want to make sure customers get the video. I'm assuming, you know, getting them on social media is the place to go places where customers may be seeking out information about the dealer. Do a lot of dealers or any dealers you talk to talk about putting these on their website or is it more like social media?
1: Um, a little bit of both, but most of them are just leveraging their social media right now. And so you realize there's a lot of dealers out there that, like I said, have a video strategy as kind of part of their marketing already, but there were plenty that didn't. Um, so they were kind of jumping in this with, um, you know, the salesperson on the floor with the most personality and using a smartphone, (laughs) you know, to make a video about here's what we're doing. Um, the managers, uh, are are putting a face and a voice and kind of doing a community message video and they're putting it on the web. um, But they're using the social media because that's where everybody is right now. Everybody's, um, you know, looking for headlines in their social. And so, um, you know, getting the videos out and producing the videos, you know, didn't have to be, um, some big arm of your marketing department, you know, they were just kind of adapting on the fly and using what they had and putting it where they could, um, and seemed to be reaching folks.
0: You know, I think that the general public too is almost trained to look for up to date information on social media. Like, yeah, I was trying to find a restaurant in my town that was doing like a lunchtime curbside pickup special. Right. And there's a a barbecue place in my town called the cook house. And someone, someone said to me, Oh, I heard that they are doing like a lunchtime chili, you know, special. So I go to their website and there's not a thing about it, but I go to their Facebook page and there's, Hey, come on down to our $5 furlough chili special curbside pickup. Like we're almost trained to say, okay, for up to the date information or the latest stuff, look for them on Facebook or Twitter, or Instagram, usually Facebook. I feel like as opposed to the websites, like they get it set up and, they put the template together, put their menu on there, or like in a dealer's situation, put their homepage slides on and their inventory and that's it. They don't touch it. And then the news and the updates are funneled through social media because everyone's familiar with that.
1: Well, and I think it's easier to get a quick message out when you have access to groups and larger audience on, on your Facebook page or with Instagram, you know, updating your website is you know, equally important, but the only people that are going to go to your website are folks that are, you know, specifically looking for you, right. you know, like you said, I'm going to type in the restaurant name by, you know, to see what's on the website. Um, so if you're looking to get a broader audience, yeah. um, you, got, you got some access to, to a wider group there.
0: And you're right too, from a process standpoint, most of the deal, a dealer can put it on his Facebook page himself and in, in, you know, three minutes and to get it mm-hmm. on the website, you got to go through like your dealer.com person and then they got to put in a support ticket and then it's 48 hours before it's up on your website. But you want the the message out, you know, 30 minutes from now, the quick, the turnaround yeah. is quick. And like you said, that's putting it in front of people who may not even necessarily be uh, be looking for it. Yeah. What about... um. Uh, So we talked a little bit about service drive. What about what are dealers saying uh, to you about uh, how to use it um, from a, a variable ops from a sales side or like as a communication tool with customers?
1: Yeah. So I think, um, you know, there's still quite a few dealers who kind of were crippled and unable to sell for a while. Um, So I know they've kind of loosened the reins on the sales end of it, but it still has to be in kind of a digital remote capacity for a lot of them. Um, So video came into play um, in terms of doing vehicle walk-arounds, you know, the virtual tour of the vehicle. And salespeople are using videos to kind of engage that conversation. You know, that that conversation that usually happens on the sales floor um, isn't being allowed to happen. And so the alternative is to let's create a video and have a conversation um, kind of remotely. And then likewise, like on the sales side, it's a lot about the process too. So some of these guys were creating videos just saying, look, if you need a vehicle or if your lease is about to expire, here's the process. This is how you browse digitally. This is how you buy di- digitally. This is what we're offering, um, you know, on a remote, you know, to keep you safe. Um, uh, but we can still get you the vehicle that you need.
0: Do you think dealers run into a problem of like finding someone to do it? Like I, I just, I, I was thinking about, um, you know, shooting a, uh, Oh, what was it? What was the name of the challenge? There was a challenge a couple of years ago where like everybody froze and the video like went around live, but nobody was moving. Uh, yeah. Yeah. What the heck was that called? I What's that called? I can't remember, but we, we were, we, we did one for fun at, at, at my, one of my stores. And, you know, there's a couple people who didn't want to do it. Like either like, I don't want to be on the internet or, you know, Oh, I'm embarrassed. Or even when you're shooting a TV commercial, you know, there's just some people who are like, Oh, I don't, I don't know. It's kind of awkward. It's not my wheelhouse. Do dealers talk about having a hard time finding somebody or, uh, I mean, I guess it's a car lot. So there's lots of outgoing people who would be like, yeah, I'll do it. Sure.
1: Yeah. Well, and I think it depends too. I mean, the big, uh, some of the larger dealer groups, you know, they have dedicated marketing departments um, and key staff who, you know, they kind of have someone to go to that can lead that video or be the face of that video of somebody who may be already in their commercials on television or doing their radio spots or whatever. But there's plenty of dealers out there who are um, smaller in scope and size and you know, they may, Struggle <laughs> right. to fight, you know. They don't like I said. Sometimes it's, um, you know, the most personality salesperson on the floor uh, to do a quick sales video. And um, I think as long as the message, you know, is authentic and relevant to the moment. Of course, you and I both know. You always try to kind of coach um, advertisers away from, um, you know, putting too many people in their video. Uh, should, they, you know, should there be turnover down the road yeah, or right. whatever? But because these videos are more in the moment type messaging and not so much overarching brand campaigns, yeah. <laughs> um, I think even uh, just going with someone who's ready to go and who um, has some enthusiasm and clarity on a video uh, would be a perfect fit.
0: Mannequin challenge, it was called the mannequin challenge. Yes, I the mannequin
1: challenge, I looked yes. It up.
0: Um, just going back to what you were saying about like who's going to be in the video. That makes that's a good point. I didn't, I didn't actually didn't think of that because you know I would shoot TV commercials, and uh, you know you have to worry about putting somebody in it who maybe wasn't going to be there for ten years. So you shoot a commercial, put all this effort and expense into it. And then two months later, two people in the commercial don't work there anymore. You can't use it. It's useless. But if you're you're creating a video, like you said, that's more strategic, more in the moment, like it's on social media or it's being sent to or used in an email blast or it's on Instagram, that's a little bit different than something that's living either on TV or living on your YouTube channel for years and years to come. It's it almost, you know, a- after a while, after the time has, has passed, that video is, you know, even though it's on social media, the time for that video to be front and center has passed and it doesn't really matter if that person's there or not.
1: Right. And what I've seen too is a lot of times the managers or the dealership owners, yeah. um, you know, are kind of doing a message to the community type video, right? Mm-hmm. So it's not something they do all the time. Maybe they delegate the video production ongoing to someone else, but anything that's community driven so like some there's one out east that was donating their loaner fleets to first responders you know that's a video from a manager um there was another dealer that was doing uh was offering free sanitizing like steam cleaning of your car free steam cleaning so um you know you had all these people lined up um that's a manager message you know so i think there's no rule about one person and it can only be one and who says what and um, I think it's working, um, you know, based on the message for the market.
0: I'm talking with Desiree Homer. She writes the daily drive for dealer news today online at dealernewstoday.com. Uh, we're talking about uh, video and okay. So another problem or not a problem. Another question that dealers ask a lot is, okay, well, how, how, you know, we're talking about what, what the message is, but like the, the mechanism of getting it done, how do I shoot it? And I think, You know, does it need to be, you know, with a professional video crew? Can you do it on your phone? Does it matter if it's echoey and, you know, showrooms are very echoey places? You know, most dealers are on busy streets. So the parking lot, there's a lot of traffic noise. Does that matter? And how can dealers kind of figure that out?
1: Um, From what I was able to see um, and kind of based on some of the, uh, what some of the dealers are doing now, if you don't have the tools, you use what you do have. And so, Mm -hmm you know, it's, there's not, there's no rule that says you can't use your smartphone and post it to the Facebook page, you know? Uh, so there are, you know, there's, there's plenty of dealers that are doing that, but there are some really good tools. Um, if you're in a place or can kind of enhance your video strategy, um, I know cars.com puts out a product, they call it the fuel and market, um, where it's kind of a video template, um, that helps dealers kind of, uh, produce and, and kind of a tutorial on what you do with it once you have the video. Oh, that's cool. Um, the the dealership I had mentioned originally um, that was doing those service videos, they are using a product, uh, Called Video Logics by Digital AirStrike, okay. um, and that comes with a suite of features that includes chat and everything. So, um, if you're not sure what to do, or if you want to have more of a, a professional look to it, and you have a you know someone that you can kind of delegate to spearhead it, there's tons of products out there. So, Dealer.com has templates. Um, you know, YouTube has free templates, I think. So, yeah,
0: yeah. you know, I think um, you know, I think one of the things too that you know a dealer could get hung up on you know, the quality of it. And like you said, you know, to, you know, it, uh, you know, you get a, un- a unique used car in your inventory, a quick video on your phone uploaded to Facebook or Instagram is fine. If you're doing something maybe longer with more detail, uh, you want to make sure you're not standing, you know, two feet from a main road where all you hear is traffic noise. You don't hear the person talking, um, you know, common yeah. sense, things like that. But it's interesting because I think the YouTube, I was just looking up the YouTube one, uh, kind of gives you like, um, some ideas like with title cards. So you could be like, you know, this is the, you know, Danbury Nissan, uh, store from the outside. Like it'll give you a template. You, you know, here get some shots like this and then it'll make title cards where you can put your, t- type your name in, type the facility's name in, type some keywords in that. Like if you're talking about something, have the words on the screen. Like it, it's not, it's not as complicated as it once was.
1: Yeah, you could totally use, um, there's tools that, like you said, you can kind of script it. So you don't feel, you know, if you're not comfortable shooting from the hip, you don't have to, because there's tools to help you through that. So
0: that happens too. I, you know, just thinking back to shooting with people. You know, some people like I have no problem ad-libbing it, but I, but I worked in radio forever and that's just what you do. You are used to ad-libbing it. Some people are like, okay, give me the script and they tell me exactly what I have to say. And you can't be like, okay, well just talk about the Ultima. They'll be like, well, what do you want me to say about it? Like, so certain people have a different process for, you know, delivering a video, like, you know, like video walkarounds for customers. I know you mentioned that in your, um, in, in your article, you know, it doesn't have to be, a like pre-scripted written out cue card walk around just talk walk around the car and and talk about what you might talk about if you were as if you were showing it to a customer
1: yeah like i said i think the videos that are being used now are supplement to the traditional conversations. Like you said, it's what you talk about on the showroom floor when you're there with someone. But since we can't have those in-person conversations and shake hands like we used to, um, the videos are, are working as the replacement for that.
0: Well, Desiree, this was great. Informational, informational, is that the right word?
1: Yeah. Informative,
0: informative. That's the word I was looking for. Informative. Informative. There we go. Uh, and I, I appreciate your time very much.
1: Matt, thank you so much.
0: Thanks. We'll talk again soon be safe. Desiree Homer, dealernewstoday.com. She does, writes the feature the daily drive. Thank you to her for joining me. I appreciate it. Yeah. Good stuff for sure. And some of it too, you can do something a little bit funny if you want. We did, we did, um, at my, uh, at my group, we did, you know how the, the old, uh, phrase, I think it's hot enough. So hot outside you could fry an egg on the sidewalk. I think that's the phrase. We did that once we grabbed a video Grabbed an egg. I, I told somebody, uh, hey, bring an egg to work tomorrow. We're going to make a video. And they were like, what? And they brought an egg in and we went outside on the sidewalk, turned the turned the phone on, cracked the egg, and then just said, let's see if it fries. And then just stared at it in silence for 45 awkward seconds. And then uh, nothing happened. Let me see if I can find it here on Facebook. Hold on. Uh, oh, yep. Here it is. <laughs> Let's see if it works we did uh it says it's 101 degrees outside our marketing department just tried to fry an egg in the parking lot spoiler alert it didn't work let's see if we can okay that's me i was the marketing department it's hot here at bruce bennett nissan and we're the marketing department all uh, right and chris brown everyone knows chris brown she's been here for get, Or not the sidewalk let's get to the egg and part. we're gonna try and fry an egg on the sidewalk or not the sidewalk the road the uh, parking lot because it's so hot let's see if it works know you're doing there is the egg the egg is on the sidewalk it's kind of runny i broke the yolk and yes liz broke the yolk and literally nothing is happening i forgot to hit record but the point is it got 19 likes five comments and two shares right kind of stupid kind of silly but why not some fun stuff, you know, be creative, be clever. Don't be cheesy, be creative and be clever. All right. Thank you for listening to Mostly Automotive Marketing with Matt Wilson. Thank you to Desiree Homer from dealernewstoday.com. She is the feature writer for Daily Drive at dealernewstoday.com. We appreciate it. Thanks for listening. Mostly Automotive Marketing with Matt Wilson is brought to you by